Inductees into the South Dakota Hall of Fame come from all backgrounds of life, but one thing they all have in common is their daily pursuit of their dreams. In this podcast, you will hear stories of the legacy of these inductees and how these dream chasers have impacted South Dakota in meaningful ways. I'm Steve Flannery. I'm with the South Dakota Hall of Fame. I'm a member of the board of directors, and today I'm with Paul Gnerk, who will be inducted this evening in the Hall of Fame, and his brother David. Paul lives in New Underwood. David's from Burke, South Dakota, and they grew up originally in Gregory County, which I'm very familiar with, and their mother, Adeline. Yes. Uh, was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1987. And her son, when he gets inducted tonight, might be the first mother-son combination in the South Dakota Hall of Fame. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Sir. And I would like to, uh, you know, I'd, I'd love to hear the story uh, of your mother and your parents and, uh, and the fact that you're still on the original farm. So. Would one of you kind of walk me through? They, they came from Minnesota, as I, as I recall. My grandparents uh, came horse with the old covered wagon out of Nebraska. Nebraska. In 1905 with a brother-in-law okay. and uh, homesteaded. Uh, the, the, on the, where we actually live now, there's actually now five generations on the ranch. Uh, my mother uh, had a desire to start riding after high school and married my dad. I started writing before then and then stopped to take care of Paul and the rest of the family. And in 1970, I went off to the School of Mines and she really began writing at that point in time in 1970 to do history of the local people who settled and who are still in Gregory County and began that process and then went to do also all the folks in Charles Mix Charles County, Mix. Two counties and up until approximately 1997, right in there. So she did it from 70 to 97. Uh, this history has numerous uh, books, uh, in-depth history, and really became known in our area as the book lady uh, well, to this day. In my understanding, she did seven volumes Approximately uh, of, of at least seven, and then she did other histories and, for and, other folks, and also. had volumes of photographs, historical photographs oh, yes. as well. Oh, yeah. yes. See, oh, one yeah. of the key features of the books were that she was able to get the history of the people that came from overseas and put in the pictures of them when they, mm -hmm. their families from overseas, the original uh. people before they came to the United States. So if you had a name like a, a Swedish name, you know, with an S O N N. You could look that up and you could look back in time to the original Larson, mm -hmm. where they are yeah. back in, in Sweden and, and who they were and when they came to the United States. It, it was a complete history of all the people. And your parents and grandparents, were they Norwegian? My mother was Norwegian. Your mother was My Norwegian. dad uh, was actually German and uh, French. German and French. My grandfather was German. My grandmother was French. Okay. And they met in uh, in Norfolk or Battle Creek, actually in Nebraska. He actually came out of uh, Germany when he was three years old to Wausau, uh, Wisconsin, to, with a sister. Then ultimately came out because his dad came out to in and around Norfolk. And then in 1905, uh, they came up to Bone Steel, which was at that time when they had the drawings. Uh, took a drawing, actually a relinquishment, came out with a horse and buggy, 
with his brother-in-law and dad and then came back in September, which about this point in time, back to this ranch. And the interesting thing for the ranch, uh, he settled on an area where there was only the only water in the whole area. So that's really why we have survived all these years we had water. So they became an area where people would come in during the day and get water. Get water. Back wow. to their ranches and, that, and went on. That we take so for granted. And right, yeah, yeah. So my mother's uh, parents were immigrants from Norway. They were from yes. Norway, okay. They came over in the early 1900s also and uh, uh, eventually ended up in Burke for a period of time and that's mm -hmm. where my mother went to high school, her and her sister in Burke. And your mother, uh, she really, and like you mentioned, she didn't start writing until w way late in her life, right? And, and put in, all, I mean, Right. Really got into it. It just Seriously. became her life. I mean, I, I can remember they lived, we lived within a couple blocks of their home, and we'd go there in the morning, and her and my dad would be sitting at the kitchen table, and here would be all these manuscripts that she'd be writing up about you and the family. And we'd sit and start talking about you and the family and all the history of what was there. And, and there were those dark secrets uh, that maybe someone was born out of wedlock and that. And my mother wouldn't want to put them in there. And I said, you really need to because that's history. No, well, after she passed, a lot of people still call us because they were children who were born out of wedlock and they were trying to find their history. And some of that, you know, Paul and I were still aware of. But uh, that was... Just One of the key features of all this, my father went along with my mother-in-law and they taped these. My father oh. was a really outgoing individual, you know, mm -hmm. and he could get these people talking yeah. about their family and all that. And my mother took notes and they taped it. And, mm -hmm. and Elaine, David's wife, has all these tapes. Oh my gosh. And uh, how, a lot of these relatives, uh, do you have some singular moments? Uh, I mean, did, were these relatives that lived in the Burke area too? But these weren't relatives. These were just the par people. They weren't relatives. Oh, it was, it was they were the locals. Actual, that, the local people okay. throughout the county. And she wrote books of different sections of the counties. Yeah. She might take, like, maybe there's 50 families, and she went well, to each one of them. Two to three times. Well, I noticed she did like the Sully Flats, and that was where that's where we live. Uh, she went to, and she would go to you and interview you, go home and write it up, come back, and you would then say yes or no. Then she would go to the local newspaper in Gregory, and she sit down and type it all on the linotype wow. and make all of these uh, pages. Then take them home and reread all those, and then she would have go and they would be printed. She would then take a page out and reread to make sure that there were no mistakes. Then she'd take the whole thing over to the South Dakota Penitentiary and go in. And at the penitentiary, they would bind, bind, them? Them, bind them all. That's right. And then she'd come out with approximately five to 10,000 copies. And then she'd give away 1,000 copies. That's right. Totally give away 1,000 At her own copies. expense. Right, and I always questioned why, and she said, you go out and plant a crop of corn, and what do you get? You get a bounty. She said, this is going to be my seeds that I'm planting so that ultimately you boys will have bounty when these people all come, and that's what is. And happened. do both of you have copies of these books? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Oh, all yeah. the family members have copies? Oh yeah, well, oh yeah, and, and we have, when we left home yesterday, there were people who called who needed a copy of one of the areas, and that's a very common occurrence that my wife gets because she's become, quote, the book lady. Okay. My mother's name was called the book lady. And so there, um, 
actually letters that come to Burke, South Dakota that said the Burke lady, Burke, South Dakota. Oh, gosh. And they hand them to my wife or telephone calls that will come. And they know then that, that my wife now is the book lady. Is there a Gregory County Historical Museum? Uh, or not in Gregory, not in, in Dallas. Or in Dallas, there is. Yes, okay. yes, yes, right. yes. So there's, there's a, a place that these are also... I would guess so. I don't, they're at all the universities. They're in uh, in the United States in the in the Library of Congress. There's a yeah, whole set. And a lot of museums and a lot, lot of museums. Libraries. And they're in the Dallas Library, the Dallas Museum, that's yeah. in the Carnegie Building. Yeah. And were both of you at her induction into the Hall of Fame? Yes. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. God, that's yeah. remarkable. Yeah. The induction was done by Governor Mickelson. It was okay. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. It was at in Pier. In, yeah, it was in Pierre. In Ramcota or else at the Wild I, I think Wild. it was the Ramcota. Yeah. You know, it's interesting at that time, uh, you know, we all had our own busy lives, and my mother had, you know, achieved these things. She's also had many other awards through other universities and through throughout many of them. And, you know, I, we think back at that time, really the significance of what it was, you know, and it's even become more so now that my brother here is also inducted into yeah. that, you know, family thing. It, uh, uh, my mother in her own way set her own course and along with my brother that will go on beyond uh, her death and all our deaths. You did know? your mother have an influence on both of you becoming going to the school mines? And I mean, how did that all happen? That my grandparents told me when I was very young I was going to go to college. See, and my grandfather says, you know, the education is the key to success in America. You know, and um, I eventually, in the, my last year in high school, decided to go to the school mines. And three years later, my next brother came, and three years later, another brother came, and then little David was the and last one. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, so, I think our, my mother, my dad especially, knew that education was very oh, important. Because yeah. I wanted to ranch, and he said, no, you're not. You're going to go to college ah, for four years. you okay. got to get away and do something different. And uh, they really valued education. Yeah. And what did you get your engineering degree? Uh, mechanical engineering. Mechanical. And you got mining, your and undergrad. Mechanical and mechanical later on. And mechanical later on, right. Yeah. And uh, uh, that's a great, and your other two brothers? Robert is a mechanical engineer, and Aaron, uh, Donald was a mathematician and ended up teaching at uh, South Dakota State University. South Dakota State, yeah. okay. In mathematics. Mathematics, yes. So, uh, in winding this up, what is the, I'd like to hear from each one, what's, what's the, give me one good impression of your mother that, uh, that really stands out in your mind uh, Adeline. Well, there's many things. Uh, a kind, caring individual really cared for her sons, uh, who was one who valued her sons above anything, but also looked at, she said, I want to take the history of all these people and it, the, the world needs to know about tell what their story. Tell their story. And really, that was her biggest passion. I want to do this. I want this to carry on so that these people will be known beyond the time that they would pass away. David, did she uh, uh, kind of create an extra interest in history in your mind, too? Did she... Did you kind of oh, follow yes. her oh, and, yes. and yes. love for uh, history? And oh yeah, yeah, and, and a lot of it came from uh, people uh, would come to me with questions about people, and her books became a centerpiece. If we were at another ranch and we started talking history, they would go get the book 
and the book was one of mother's book and bring it and that became a centerpiece always how, nice. how about so you so she was uh, both my parents Fred, uh, Freddie and Adeline were very well known in the community very well involved and when I was working overseas I'd send cards back to them, and I'd address it to Freddie and Adeline. That's all I put down. Burke, South Dakota, USA. Yeah. And they always got it. <laughs> Small community. Well, and, and yeah. I was mentioned to, to David before we started this that my first, in 1980, I started selling equipment, and it was Gregory County was my first, and Burke, South Dakota at the courthouse, you know, yeah, and yeah. Joe Engelmeyer, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. a lot of people that County you guys, and the Lillibridge boys, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I just got to know everybody. I made it my business to get to know them, and there's one thing about Gregory County is it's an independent sort of place. There are a lot of self-made people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Different, uh, but I think the dirty 30s really shaped a lot of the yeah, people. Yeah, absolutely. You know, those who made it and then what came of it. And you have various people, the Little Bridges who were part of it. You had prominent people who were really part that helped it to grow. Uh, my parents were, you know, very integral in many ways uh, throughout to shape the county, really. Absolutely. The Fehrenbacher ran the newspaper. Gunderdahl yeah. Rent was a little long, the person involved. Gunderdahl graduated my mother in yeah. high school in Berkeley. Law, they had, the, had the law business. Yeah. Yes. Well, last week I was in New York City uh, at the Museum of Modern Art, and I came along and there's a film playing by Oscar Michu mm, yeah, and he was an African-American yeah. uh, mm-hmm. that lived in Gregory, South yeah, Dakota yeah, in the 20s yeah, yeah. And, and, and did films mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. I, there were many people standing around me I said that gentleman's yeah. from Gregory, South Dakota and they go how do you know that you know yeah. well I, I knew I knew he was yeah so yeah. well thank you gentlemen it's yes. fun to hear about your mother and uh, your family and uh, congratulations on thank your you. induction in the Hall of Fame appreciate it Thank you for listening. To learn more about the South Dakota Hall of Fame and these dream chasers, visit our website at www.sdexcellence.org and follow us on Facebook and Instagram.